What's up, everybody? It's J&J with Justin and Jordan. What we got today, Justin? A lot of stuff going on. A lot of stuff going on. A lot of things going on in the league. Um, there's a lot of stuff to talk about. Yo, I, I fuck with that shirt, bro. Yeah. You fuck, oh, shit. You fuck with the Yankees? Of course. <laughs> Look at us. We got the, the Spider-Man shit going on right um, now. It was not on purpose. Yeah, it was not on purpose. It was not on purpose, but like you said, a lot going on today. What's going on in the NBA, bro? Yeah, we got a lot of storylines. Uh, Clippers just got their first win last night. Whoa. Um, yeah. Clap it up for them, niggas. Good for you guys. Um, the whole Kelly Uber situation, we didn't get to talk about it last week because it happened Correct. literally, the was it the day after? At we the were, day of, I'm pretty or, sure, bro. Yeah, it might have been the day of, but like hours after, so we couldn't get to talk about that. Um, and just a lot of good play. We got, this was what, the third week of the in-season tournament? Yep. So, a lot of shit to talk about right here. Uh, yeah, absolutely, but named a lot of stuff, Justin, but you, you didn't even think to acknowledge the biggest news that happened. The next one? That's very important. But Draymond Green choking out Gobert. Suspended. Yeah. Five games. O- only five games, honestly. Um, I think this is some bullshit, to be honest with you. You're getting a five-game suspension for choking out another player. You are you are known for having incidents like this every fucking year. Punch your own teammate. Kick Steven Adams two times. You curb stomps a bonus in the chest. You just get away with everything. And now, like, we got to start taking players' history into, into the fact. Because, for example, John Morant. The reason they threw down that twenty-five game suspension is like, bro, look at look at your history right now, with the guns and shit. Like you keep doing this shit and you're not learning your lesson. So boom, twenty-five fucking game suspension. Why are we not doing the same thing with Draymond when he has these issues every fucking year? I would have given him ten games, me personally. Like how how long would you have suspended him? Because I would have given him ten to twelve games. Um, I feel like five to ten was like. I think 10 would have been, like, the max. You think 10's the max? Yeah. For choking, trying to choke out another player after it's all the shit he's I done? I don't think they, like, realistically, I don't think they would have gave him 10. But if I'm thinking in the mind of fucking David Stern, like, we always go oh, back to... Um, yeah, that Don't motherfuck- get me started. Yeah, that motherfucker would have got 15 games in the Stern era. Bro, Maybe 20. Yeah, I was say it would have been, like, 20 <laughs> games. You making us yeah. look bad. But, like, I'm thinking in the current times, I'm like, he'll probably... Like, to me, five was a surprise, low-key. Like, in this... <laughs> I thought I'm sorry, it was be like, two games, yeah. 50K. In the Silver era, I'm like, oh, he's probably going to get, like, yeah, two was... games, maybe three at the most. Adam Silver's to pussy. Me, yeah, to me... <laughs> no, it's just the truth. Adam Silver's pussy, Nah, he bro. really is. Um, But, yeah, to me, five was kind of a surprise. I'm like, damn, Silver, you got some balls today. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, five is still kind of... I don't know how to feel about it because the fucking pendulum for both commissioners is like on the other fucking side of the other. So it's like we always say, you got to meet in the middle somewhere. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, Stern would have gave him 20. Fucking Silver would have gave him three. Yeah, I guess you got to meet at 15 or somewhere. Like me like at 12, some shit like that. Come on. I I don't know, bro. I'm not happy about it. I mean, whenever we talk about the Warriors, you know what I say. I say Draymond is the second most important player of that dynasty yeah. pre and post Kevin Durant. And obviously when Kevin Durant came and he slid down to three, I've always felt that he was the better player between him and Klay Thompson. He was much more important. 
I love Draymond Green for what he does on the floor that isn't dirty, right? I'm a fan of his play. I, I like his game, right? He does everything that you, that you need to do. Unfortunately, and some people say, well, the antics are a part of it. Unfortunately, these seven antics are annoying. If, you, if you're going to tell Aunt Edwards, what you going to do? What you going to do? I'm cool with that. Talking shit to Paul Pierce, I'm cool with that. You know, you choke someone out. You, you curb stomp somebody in the chest and the sternum. I'm not fucking with that, bro. That's not cool to me. And in my honest opinion, bro, I think we've gotten to the point, bro, that Draymond Green is probably top three dirtiest players of all time. And it's, it's probably between him, Bill Lambeer, and Bruce Bowen. Bruce Bowen. And <laughs> take your fucking pick. But yeah. in my honest opinion, they're on the same tier list of dirty. Like, it, it's, it's starting to get a little bit frustrating. And this shit with Sabonis barely happened five months ago. Yeah, I remember we were talking. That exactly. was like one of our first episodes. That was like five, six months ago, bro. Yeah, that's an issue. Yeah, ain't shit happened. Now look what happened. And I like, I like what Gobert said though. Gobert's kind of taking a stride, and he basically called him out. Like Draymond Green, when Steph Curry isn't there, he don't stay on business, bro. He really doesn't. Nah, yeah. He does not stay on business. I low key like conspiracy theory. You know, using that conspiracy theory mindset. I really do feel like he's like, damn, Steph's not here. I'm about to get exposed. Let me choke this nigga out. I hate Gobert anyways. Let me <laughs> choke him out. That way I don't have to play this fucking game. I just think that him and and since staying on the words, I think him and, and Clay Thompson are so fucking insecure, bro, at this point in time in their careers. They know that they're declining. I mean, we were talking about in the group chat yesterday. I know Dave and Mike, Mike, you know, they like Clay Thompson. I was just saying, like, well, Where's the Clay Thompson stands now? This thing is shooting like shit. He's averaging 13 points. He's 33 years old. I don't give a fuck about this little injury excuse thing, too. People are like, oh, well, he's injured. He was injured. You guys were not saying that two years ago when he dropped 50 and averaged 21 for the season. You guys didn't say that last year when he averaged 21 for the season. So you just tell me that the injury shit, we could use that excuse now? You tell me because... I, I, I'm kind of getting tired of that shit. I, I think that what this is, that this team, besides Steph, they're very insecure when it comes to that big three. Draymond Green is insecure in himself. That's why he's doing all these ants. I feel like th we're getting the worst version of Draymond because he's becoming more and more insecure. Same thing with Klay Thompson. Klay doesn't start fucking fights, really. And he started this bullshit for no reason. Truth be told, no fucking reason. But how how do you feel, Justin, about this sharp Clay Thompson decline? Um, yeah. First, I wanted to comment a little bit on the Draymond shit. Just the fact that um, I'm not even the biggest Rudy Gobert fan, but I I stand with what he said. Mm -hmm. A lot of people in the comments everywhere was like, "Oh, Rudy's just a soft ass nigga." He's like, "That's why he got choked out." But I'm like, from behind. It, that's what I'm saying. I'm like, y'all y'all gonna go off history and. Yeah, your personal dislike of Rudy Gobert to say that mm -hmm. Draymond was in the right, because if you watch, like Rudy wasn't even. Oh yeah, fuck Steve Kerr by the way. Oh, you you do it first. Do it first. Yeah, because that nigga tried to say, "Yo, uh, Rudy Gobert put his hands on Clay Thompson's neck." If you watch the replay, he didn't even grab his neck. He grabbed like his jersey, low key, mm -hmm. and he wasn't even like trying to instigate. He was just trying to like deescalate the fight. So that's all he was doing. Then Draymond, just from the looks of it, 
it was just like you could tell he has like some type of personal vendetta with Rudy Gobert because the moment Rudy Gobert was in that in that little scuffle, Draymond came running. Like, mm, yeah, he came. He, he came running. Like Draymond was nowhere near that play. And as soon as he saw Rudy in, in that picture, he went running. He's like, oh, yeah, I've been waiting to do this. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's like the motherfuckers in any sport when they get cooked mm-hmm. and they get tight and they immediately like like a reaction. They just try to do some shit. I don't that know. That shit happens at the park. Yeah, it happens at the fucking park. Yeah. Like, <laughs> I do that shit a lot. Yeah. Most, honestly. But like that shit, I'm like, he clearly doesn't fuck with Rudy Gobert. For no reason. So I, It's ridiculous, bro. Like Steve Kerr, I understand like. Trying to stand with your guys, but you gotta take accountability. Like at some point, because like this is constant. Draymond's always doing some bullshit that'll keep you guys out of some games, or it might fuck up your chances at something. Like there's times where you could have his back, but there's also times where you gotta take accountability. Look at game game what f- uh, four of the NBA Finals 2016. Mm-hmm. That motherfucker got kicked out. Yeah. Y- y'all didn't chew his ass out. Maybe y'all did behind the scenes. I don't know. They don't. But you guys fucking keep encouraging this shit. And the the clear factor of this shit was him punching Jordan Poole in the face. And y'all got rid of Jordan Poole and then paid this nigga. Y'all are just, like, rewarding this shit. Mm-hmm. So, and now look at their fucking offense. So now, yeah, and I feel bad for Steph Curry because, like, I love watching them play. But this team is not it, bro. I don't And that. now getting to Klay Thompson, it's... Like it's a joke Cause that nigga sucks now mm-hmm. Like it's bad And niggas like to bring up the injuries But like The injury shit was valid Like the first year back mm-hmm. But at this point We saw big games last year At times Big games two years ago At times So to bring it up this year Is not really a point Because we've already seen it Own that fucking fraud So Own that fraud At this point The only shit Clay Thompson is flexing up Is the four ring Mm -hmm. That nigga could be getting jumped And he's gonna be throwing up four From the (laughs) (laughs) So Nah but now you say that I kinda wanna say What I said in the group chat On the camera I'm sorry to cut you off Because you right Especially with that jumping shit Clay Thompson loves to flex them four bro And he ain't on shit now And it's it's just so funny to me Because like I said in the group chat Clay Thompson Is the nigga that, like, if you and your boys are jumping someone, he don't touch that nigga at all. But when everything's over, he kicked that nigga in the head and run away and then want to start bragging, like, damn, we fucked him up. That's oh. literally <laughs> Clay Thompson. Dude, he's the nigga on the, on the phone, like, yeah, we got him. Yeah, no key that too, but I feel like he kicked the nigga yeah. in the head at the end. And he's like, oh, like, I really did shit. Like, bro, come on. And like you said, bro, stop with the injury shit, my nigga. Stop. Because you know what? Like I said in the fucking group chat. You know I'm critical of Kobe. I never say anything bad about post-2013 Kobe. The man legitimately, when he came back from his Achilles, did not look the same. He was washed from the jump. I'm not giving Clay that that same treatment because this man came back, started off slow, picked it up. Looked like old Clay Thompson offensively. Offensively, not defensively. Offensively, he looked just like himself from from before in terms of scoring, in terms of efficiency. You feel me? Twenty one point per game score the last two years. If he started off ass like this, if two years ago he started off averaging thirteen, and he was averaging thirteen two years ago, last year and this year, I'm like, damn, you know, I can't even give him shit. He's he's just hurt, injuries fucked him up. But my nigga, you guys were not saying shit about his injuries two years ago. 
last year. Just own up to the fact that he's washed and a fucking fraud. He's a fraud at this point in his career. The man has one job now, not two. One job. Shoot the fucking ball. You don't got to guard no more. You don't got to guard nobody because you can't guard a fucking traffic cone at this point. Just shoot. Nigga can't even do that. He's a fucking fraud. And I, now I want to jump into the Steve Kerr shit. Bro, Steve Kerr is... <clears throat> I fucking hate Steve Kerr. I'll, I'll, just, I'll just be sure. I hate Steve Kerr. Because like you said, he enables this shit. And he's one of the biggest fucking hypocrites in the NBA in terms of coaches, bro. This man, two years ago, when Dylan Brooks hurt Gary Payton. Oh, he, he broke the code. He broke the code. We don't do that. We don't do that. In the NBA, we have a code. You don't do that. My nigga, where's the code when someone gets stomped in the sternum? Where's the code where one guy punches his teammate in the fucking face with a Superman punch? But Steve Kerr likes that shit because it happened to him. And he's a fucking pussy too. That's what it is. Where's the code when someone gets choked out out of nowhere? Like, oh, well, he was holding Clay by the neck. Like, Draymond wasn't wrong. And I know for a fact Adam Silver did one thing right. He definitely made the fucking call and said, bro, you can't say some dumb shit like that. Go apologize the next day. Because the next day he was like, oh, no, yeah, we got to. We got to keep Draymond in line. He was completely in the wrong. Fuck Steve Kerr, bro. Fuck him. Deadass, fuck him. I'm, I'm tired of him being a fucking hypocrite, bro. Yeah, it's starting to look bad on Steve Kerr. Like, I, I like Steve Kerr, but, like, it's the last couple of years is starting to get bad. Fuck that nigga, This bro. accountability shit, the USA basketball shit, like, it's kind of, it's not looking too good, my brother. Like, it's not. Good for you. You, and, could, you could coach Curry and, and Kevin Durant. Good for you, my nigga. Good for you. Yeah. And, Honestly. Yeah. And Clay Thompson, I don't know what to say. Like, you can't keep throwing up them four rings. Like, you can't. He's a fraud. Because each of those finals. Where were you? Each of those finals, there was always a meme with you sitting on the bench like, oh, when you did nothing in the group project. But you yeah, got an A. Like, I remember seeing that in the 15 finals. Like, when that shit was going on. Because you wasn't there. Like, so you can't really. I'll just be like, I'll just shut the fuck up. And do my thing. Name one good Clay Thompson final series. Series? I don't know. Mo exactly. Yeah, I, I I only have exactly. Yeah, the only good like memorable the shit moment. against the Raptors. Yeah, when he came. Nothing else. Yeah, when he got hurt, hit the free throw. Yeah, that's. Besides that, it's Steph save me, Draymond save me, Durant save me. Ain't do shit, bro. I'm tired of the Clay Thompson shit, bro. You're washed. It's over. It's honestly over for Clay Thompson, bro. You're never going to be the same again. And I want to ask you, Justin, look at this nigga. Are you giving this nigga the bag? No. No shot. But put yourself in the mentality. This guy helped us win four rings. Legend to the fucking team. We drafted him homegrown. See? That's why Bob Myers exactly. got the fuck out of there. And But what, do you, what are you doing, said, though? He said, I'm not dealing with this shit. What are you doing? That's, are you signing him or are you letting him the fuck go? Because Steph Curry does not look washed. I mean, now it's up to Dunleavy. I mean, he has no attachment to these guys, so he might be like, Clay, he might be thinking like us. He'd be like, get the fuck out of here, nigga. Like, if, Yeah, if I want to win, give him the fucking boot. But the way it started off so far with Dunleavy's tenure is, has not really looking too good with mm -hmm. the moves he's made. So... Based on his track record so far, off the little sample size, he might give him the bag. So we don't know. Or maybe he'll lowball him and then Trey would like to leave. Or, but you don't want to. I mean, I don't know what Trey, what his value is at this point to like let him walk. Fat minimum. So I don't know. Um, Two way contract. I don't think they're going to give him the bag. But I feel like 
I don't know if they're gonna just let him walk either. So I feel like he's gonna try to lowball him. I'll I'll lowball the fuck out of he's him. He's either so. gonna lowball him or he's gonna trade him. I'll lowball him to the point that he feels disrespected and leaves, so I don't have to deal with that shit. Yeah, Rather than just let him walk away. Cause at least I could say, like, oh well, I tried. I tried to keep our legend in house, yeah. but he left. He wanted more money. Yeah. That that that's how I would do it. But just in, in totality, bro. Draymond, erratic. Steve Kerr, hypocrite. <laughs> what you say he ratted? <laughs> no, erratic. Erratic. Oh, I erratic. Said... <laughs> no, no, no. I heard he ratted. I Draymond, like... erratic. Steve oh. Kerr, he's an enabler. That's one thing. He's an enabler and he's, an, he's a hypocrite. Clay Thompson, washed and a fraud. That's, that's what it looks like. And then you got fucking Steph Curry, who's still fucking incredible. You feel me? Out of the, I'm not counting like, you know, obviously I'm not counting CP because he's not part of that dynasty. But that's what your fucking dynasty looks like right now. Steph yeah. Curry and a bunch of fucking clowns. Steph Curry and a bunch of fucking clowns, I would bro. love to. Oh, I know it would never happen. I would love to see uh, Steph Curry leave. It and, won't. And let, let the motherfuckers just have Golden State to themselves. <laughs> and we'll see how bad of a shit show it becomes. Yeah, that's my thing. I want, like... Obviously, I'm not wishing for Steph to be, like, hurt. Obviously, I don't want that. But I would love to see, like... Damn, I don't even know how to word it. Because Steph's not going to leave. And the only way this will happen is if he's hurt. But let's say I just don't want him to play a stretch of a certain amount of games and force Draymond to go out there. Yeah. And, and face the fucking crowd. And let's see what you do. Let's see what Klay Thompson does without Steph Curry. Because you guys have done... Basically, you're just chilling right now at this point. You guys have done nothing this season. Nothing. I mean, Draymond's been decent. Draymond's been Draymond. But Clay, you ain't done shit, bro. It's time to take your ass to the fucking bench at this point. That's how fucking bad you are. I would send Clay Thompson to the bench, and I would not let him close games. You're at that point, pal. It's over. This whole dynasty cruise, all that bullshit for you, your role in this team, it's over. Go to the fucking bench. Take your 13 points per game. Take that shit to the fucking bench. Give someone else a chance to help the fucking team win. That's that's me. That's me. But Steve Kerr is a pussy, so he's not gonna do that. Realistically speaking, that's just that's just how it is. But let's let's stick let's stick to the West Coast, man. Like you said, Clippers first win, bro. Very first fucking win. One in six, correct? Since the Harden trade. Yeah. I I don't even want to talk about the win. To be honest with you, I want to talk about all the bullshit that's been going on. Since the, this this issue, Westbrook, now on the bench, accepted yeah. the rule. He requested it. I'm very mature of him. Very fucking mature of him. I like that. I like that. Very mature of him. You got Paul George saying, I got to be a glue guy. Ty Lue following that up with, you're not a fucking glue guy. you Paul George. Like, go out there and fucking play. He's right. But Paul George doesn't have that mentality. Paul, Paul George is a very passive player when it comes to his mentality. They saying, oh, Kawhi's gonna get his eventually. Like he don't need the ball. Is that really true? Truly and honestly, is that really true? You got James Harden ISOing with Paul George and Kawhi Leonard on the floor, holding the ball for 20 seconds, just dribbling. Take a shitty ass shot, take a shitty layup. What do you think the Clippers are gonna project as by the end of the season? I mean, so far it's been rough. I wanna say they'll be fighting. To get in, mm-hmm. but it's still kind of early. But 
playing or you talking fighting to get into <clears throat> non um non playing? Fighting to get into playing. Yeah, because the way <clears throat> the way the West is looking right now, um, like Denver obviously is at the top. Minnesota looks legit. Mm-hmm. Um, the Lakers aren't haven't been as what we expected, but I still feel like they're gonna figure it out. Yep. Um, Dallas is amazing this year. They look great. So that's already four teams, and then I haven't even mentioned like Phoenix, and then I'm I'm just going off the top of my head. I don't got the fucking the standards. Phoenix, in front of me. Thunder, Thunder, yeah. Um, that's already six. Pelicans. I mean, they're okay. Yeah, they're the fucking young Clippers. Yeah, basically. Pelicans. I mean, just there's just a couple of teams out there. Do you say the Rockets already? I didn't say the Rockets. The Rockets, surprisingly, at this point, we got to put them in the fucking conversation. Rockets are legit. Well, they're better than we expected. One hundred percent. Yeah. They still have to. They would still have to. Sounds crazy. The Clippers have to prove themselves to be better than the fucking Spurs record wise. Like that's wild to me. I mean, bro, the only team below the Clippers right now is the Grizzlies. Yeah. If I'm not mistaken, either the Blazers are tied or they're better than them right now. That's sad. Very fucking sad. But guess, guess who's enjoying all this shit? Me. Yeah. I'm loving this shit. This shit's... Bro, when I'm watching these Clipper games, I'll be real with you. I'm watching it like... I'm not even watching it as a basketball game sometimes. Sometimes I'm wa- I'm going in with the mentality like, yo, this is a fucking comedy movie. And I'm just laughing at these niggas. Just how fucking inept they are. How they thought this shit was going to work out. And now they're at the bottom of the fucking Western Conference. Who would have thought? These niggas was 3-1 and one before the Harden trade. Who would have thought, bro? Almost like every fucking fan that knew anything about basketball knew this shit was not going to work out. Yeah. And fucking last night's game, they they snuck that out. like Barely. Barely. Fucking four point. And I was watching that game. I was like... Houston should have won that game, mm-hmm. but like, cause Clippers, they were going a lot of ISO, missing shots, but then like, some of the shots Houston was missing, I was like, yeah, the Clippers gonna win this game. Like, I could see this shit. And Jalen Green, I don't know how. Like, there was one moment. Like, there's some shits where like I don't know what he's thinking. He had an open lane. I, yeah, you would think he's just gonna power up and lay it up. This nigga tried to dunk on Kawhi and then lost the ball. And then Kawhi just stole it. Or it might have went out of bounds, some shit like that. I'm like, and that's a pivotal part of the game mm-hmm. where they could like. And then there was another play at the end where Jalen Green got the ball and he fucking turns it over. And then and it was like when I was when I'm watching that game, I'm like, clearly Shen Goon <laughs> is the guy. And Jabari Smith has some moments in the fourth quarter. Pretty good. Uh, Fred Van Fleet was doing his thing. But I'm like, this is clearly Shangun's team. Are they going to recognize that, though? They should. But then the Clippers, like, they literally had to win on some vintage James Harden shit. Like, mm-hmm. he got the step back, four-point play. <laughs> like, I'm like, damn, that's that's sweet, isn't it? But, like, how many more times are you going to get that? Yeah. You could probably, we could probably count on one hand. Like, how many more times that's going to happen in this season? So, they got their win. Um, they barely snuck it out. Shout out to the Rockets, though. I feel like they they were good, like, throughout the whole game. It's just little hiccups at the end. But the Clippers, it's going to be tough. I won't, Like, the only shit I'm optimistic about for them is that it is still early in the season. Mm-hmm. 
So I don't want to write them off right now and then we get to like mid-January, early February and they start rolling because we never know what could happen. So, but as of right now, if like, I don't know. I'm like, this team does not, they got to figure some shits out. The Westbrook shit was a step in the right direction. Shout out to Westbrook. To, to me, I've been saying he's honestly the true leader of this team. <clears throat> yeah. I feel like... You can't. I feel like when you look at that team, you don't really look at like who's the leader of that team. Kawhi obviously is the best player, but like we don't look at Kawhi like, oh yeah, he's like our leader. We we look at him, we just follow him. I think Westbrook's the guy that holds everybody together. Yeah. So I think him making that move, it just speaks to like, yo, we got to get our shit together, and we got like we don't have time to waste. We got to go, and it's it's good on him because he's he's and it's. It shows a lot because he's been before that Harden trade. I thought he was playing great. Mm-hmm. The the stats might not show it. He was playing great, and then he had to sacrifice once James Harden came here. And that's something we've all criticized Westbrook on because his ego was so big and he never wanted to change. So now it's coming back around. He decided, I'm gonna just let that shit go. And it looks better. You see this shit going full circle now. It looks Westbrook starting to look like <clears throat> the fucking hero, the the leader. And then the opposite is happening with Harden. It's crazy, but that's just how. So that's that's just how life works. Sometimes. I I think he learned his lesson from playing on the other side of LA. Yeah. Because if he tried that Lakers shit, the shit that he did on the Lakers, that attitude, and he did it here, this team would just keep going downhill. Yeah, he he recognized. And like you said, like I I'm like proud of him because you know he is the vocal leader. Like Kawhi Leonard, best player, like you just said. Could you ever imagine Kawhi Leonard going to the locker room at halftime while they losing? Play, yo. Come on, guys, we gotta fucking win this shit. No, and they probably sit on the corner, sitting in the corner, towel draped over his head, not saying nothing. Paul George, I feel like he'd be like one of them corny niggas out, try to be the leader, and nobody gives a fuck. You feel me? No one's really listening to him. James Harden, James Harden's just worried about his stats. That's where Westbrook comes in. Like, yo, Westbrook, out of all them dudes, wants to win the most. I promise you. And that's not like a dig at. I'll, I'll be honest, it's a dig at James Harden and Paul George, but that's not a dig on Kawhi. He's just not vocal enough. Westbrook wants to win the most out of these, these four guys. I promise you, he he wants nothing more than to win a fucking championship. Nothing more. Nothing would be sweeter for this man's career. And I would like for it to happen, but it's not the team that's going to happen on, bro. Yeah. This is this is not the team, bro. Like you said, can it happen? Can these guys string along a six-game win streak in December or some shit? Sure. But even then, are you a contender? No. Even just based on your play right now, I'm not viewing you as a contender. I understand we're like, what, 11, 12 games into the season? We're not even a quarter into the season yet. I'm still standing by what I'm going to say right now all the way until April. The Clippers are not contenders. I'm sorry, but the West is too good. You are not contenders. You're just not. So it's going to look like another wasted year in my opinion. Yeah, unfortunately, and it's sad because I would love to see Clippers Mavs Part Three. Oh, I hope we get it. Somebody, I, I forgot who I was listening to. They were like, "Oh, if, if they match up again, I got the Clippers." I was like, "Nah, nigga." Sure. sure. <laughs> I was like, "Nah, not this time around." Sure, this time around, this thing got Kyrie. This thing got this thing got Derek Lively. Yeah. The fuck is you talking about? Yeah. He's got, some, he's got he's got some real hitters with him this time. Yeah. But I, I would take I would take the Mavs to smoke them in five. Now nah, you know what playoff series I'd love to see this year: Pacers, Hawks. 
Oh, Jesus Christ. Every game's going to end 150 to 148. That would be fire. <sighs> yeah, until the next round they play a defensive team like the fucking New York Knicks, which we could segue into next. Oh, if we play them, if we play the Pacers in the playoffs, that's going to be fun. Nigga, we're going to slow them down. All the history from the 90s. I don't even give a fuck about that. We're going to slow them down. And I'm sorry. That will be a fun series, too. I'm sorry, but Obi, we are going to own you and make you look like a fucking fraud. Yeah. Could you imagine if Randall just bullies that nigga, gets an and one? Like, let's say it's like a blocking foul. That nigga's on the floor. And Randall just looks at him. He's like, bitch ass nigga. Goes to a fucking free throw line. <laughs> and another forgotten factor in this, too, is Luca always cooks the Clippers. But we know this as Knicks fans. RJ always cooks the Pacers mm-hmm. for some reason. I don't know what they said Fuck to that them man. Niggas. I don't know what they said to that man. But every time we play the Clippers, I mean the Pacers, RJ always goes off. Bro, fuck Indiana. As a state, fuck Indiana. Whoa. <laughs> what? Fuck, fuck Indiana, nigga. That caught me off guard. I'm I'm sorry. Fuck Indiana. We gonna we would cook them and we'll cook the Hawks, bro. No more of that. Trey owns the Knicks, bro. We got Jalen Brunson now. Yeah, we got the best version of RJ, who unfortunately hasn't played in a couple of games. But I guess we could segue into the next talk. Another W on the board. Playing the Hornets later on today. Ah, dude, I wish it was a one PM game. That's Yo, just at fuck six. these back to backs. Like what? We're gonna f- win. Hornets are on so, the back to back too. Who? So I'm oh, Hornets. Hornets. So oh. I'm very confident we're gonna win. Yeah, because I'd be looking at the schedule. I'm like, yo, they're fucking us. With-. I'm like, was it always like this? I'm like, these back to backs is crazy. Yeah, it's a lot of back to backs. So I'm bro. like, holy shit. And I'm like, it's because I'm just trying to rack up. Like I'm trying to go on a winning streak. Mm-hmm. Like I'm like I'm, we're we, we're gonna start. Like I'm like, yo, we need to get on like a little five six game winning streak because I'm like, I feel like we could win like two three in a row, and then we lose one. And then we might win one, lose one, cause that was that was the entire story of the twenty one twenty two season. Yep, we would win two games, lose two in a row, win one, lose one, win one, lose one. We might get on a little three game winning streak. We'll lose fucking two in a row. That was the whole story of that season. Like I felt like we were just mid all year. So I feel like we got to get on a little streak. That's so embarrassing. Just a few mini streaks here and there throughout the season. Because last year, didn't we go on like a tw- like we went on a disgusting win? Streak. We went on like over a tw- nine. Yeah, some shit like it was over like nine twelve since I think. the Josh Hart. Yep, it was like a twelve game winning streak. And then the the twenty the twenty twenty one season, I think we went like on a nine. It was like a nine or ten game winning streak, some shit like that. So, I think we just got to get on little like five game streaks. Like here and there, we had two so far. Right now, I'm looking up our games. Oh God, yeah, this is gonna be tough. Yeah, we got the Hornets tonight. We'll get our third. Yeah, hopefully, we got got the Timberwolves, the Heat, and the Suns as the three next games after that. That's crazy. I don't know if we're gonna get that five, bro. I think maybe we could Mm -hmm. pull off the Timberwolves win. Yeah, Timberwolves is a maybe. But the Heat, the Heat are are on their own fucking heater right now. Yeah, they're intended. Going off right now. We're gonna talk about them in a little bit. They're on a seven game winning streak. They're just fucking rolling right now. I'm not. I'm not liking that Miami Heat game. But the Knicks, I I like how we're playing right now. I think it's gonna come that little win streak, that six seven game win streak. It's gonna come probably later on the season because right yeah, now, probably bro. later. Yeah. But it's, it's it's inevitable. In my opinion, it's inevitable. You feel me? We're gonna get our. We're gonna have a couple four game win streaks. We're gonna be able to string together that six seven range win streak one time in during the season. Yeah, because the way the standings is looking. <laughs> It's uh, fucking packed, bro. Yeah, it's, it's packed. Cr- it's fucking packed. I'm like, 
I hope it doesn't stay like that all year. The one and two Celtics Sixers. Because if we gotta if we stay at six, we gotta play the Bucks in round one. Like we're 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 tied for six. It's us and the Magic. Pacers have one less one than us because they've played one last game. Heat are eight and four. They got more more win than us. Philly got two. Celtics got three. Again, it's still it's still only November. Yeah, still only November. But I think we we're keeping up with you know not having a losing streak of any sort of type. The guys below us, in my honest opinion, they're they're gonna stay below us. Except maybe like the Cavs, they they could leap us sooner than later. But like the Magic and the Pacers, bro, I have no, I have no like issue passing them. I'm very fucking confident. I have no doubt that we're gonna pass the fucking Pacers and the Magic. But I'd love to see the Magic in the playoffs. Yeah. So so far though, I need RJ to come back, man. I I need RJ to come back. I I like this team with RJ in the lineup. We're doing good still without him, but. Damn, bro, RJ has been just different this year, and we need that shit. Yeah, like, we like we didn't now. have we didn't have RJ or Grimes yesterday. Oh, I was gonna say we haven't had RJ for three games now. Yeah, we need that nigga back. Nah, yeah, he's been hooping. Been hoop- Star J Barrett. Yeah, he's been hooping a lot. Uh, shout out quickly yesterday. Mm-hmm. And, well, Brunson too, but shout out quickly. Went back home and just fuck fuck the Wizards up. Bro, I I love when quickly steps up, bro. Yeah, that's those are some of my favorite games. That that's that Boston exactly. game is my favorite game ever from Quickly. Bro, when, Holy shit! When he steps it up, bro, I just be like, "Yes, bro, this is what I fucking want from you, bro." Just because I feel like he steps up when he <clears throat> needs to. Yeah, like he'll play his role. But if Brunson's struggling, RJ's struggling, uh, Randall's struggling, he's like, "Yo, I'll take control of this fucking game." Yeah, and he just does it, bro. And I just think to myself, like, obviously it's unrealistic, but I'm like, "Yo, imagine he does this every fucking game." Like, holy shit, you would be an all star. You feel me? You would be what your best friend Tyrese Maxey is, bro. But that's that's what kind of kills me. And is he think gonna he's get gonna the leave. bag? Huh? Is he gonna get the bag? That's what I'm thinking. Like, I think he's gonna be gone, bro. And that's gonna make him really sad. Unfortunately, bro, like, does he wanna be that sixth man or does he wanna be the guy somewhere else? You know? Yeah. Because you cannot start with Brunson, bro. I'm sorry. You can't. And I would also be curious to see what he could do as a starter. I don't want him to leave, bro. Yeah, I don't want him to leave either, but that's going to be a glaring question in the offseason now. Tough question. Yeah. I, I, as an armchair general manager, wouldn't know what to do. Do I pay this guy and want to either have him be my fucking sixth man or start or start him and have him be like that small backcourt where we're, where we're probably going to get cooked sometimes? Or do I let this nigga go? And that also brings on the question of like, Looking way out in the future, if I let him go now, I'm going to have the money to chase Donovan Mitchell two years down the line. Is that worth it? He's literally probably more likely than not, he's going to come here. That's what everyone, that's what the whispers are saying, bro. He's going to come here eventually. Yeah, everybody's saying that. I don't know. I don't know. Until that nigga put the jersey on. Yeah, that's. I'm not saying that, but I'm saying like as the GM, it's like, do I think about future cat space and say, yo, I'm letting this man go so I could chase this other dude in the future? Maybe. I feel like you just have to have a sit down with him with quickly at the end of the day. About what though? And say, look, we need you <clears> on the <throat> bench or some shit? Because, bro, he's... No, you just tell... You ask him, like, what is it that you want? Like, you want... Do you... Like, do you honestly want to stay here and do what you want to do and get paid? Or do you want to 
go out and just like see what you can do as like a starter. At the end of the season, though, do that yeah, at the end of the season, because like if you if that's what you want to do, you want to get out of here and test your your value as a starter and see what you want to do. I will trade you. Just give me a list of teams you want to go to, mm-hmm. and I will do that. Where would he go and be the guy? Be the guy? Well, oh, 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 hold on. Let me not say that. Nah, he won't be the... Be one of the guys. Let's say one of the three. Yeah, because I feel like you would hope for him to be at like that maxi type of level. I think he could be like a maxi light. I don't think he would match maxi. And of course, they always get compared. Similar draft position. Same, same, school, same school. Teammates. They're cool with each other. Played, at, friends. The, played at the same time. Similar pace. Yeah. Style. yeah, like that's how it is. Honestly, the one place I see right now off rip. What if he was on the magic? That would be fire. That would be fire. What if he was on the magic? What if he was on uh But the magic would the Timberwolves work with him? I don't, I, don't think so. I wouldn't I don't have doubt. I wouldn't do like I wouldn't do it. I, if I was him, I wouldn't go there. I'll go to I'll go to Orlando. Orlando. I don't know where else. Orlando could be good too. But the, they're also trying to like mold Anthony Black. They still got questions with Jalen Suggs. Um, I don't know if Markel will be there. They they always got so all these fucking yeah. The, the rotation is crazy. Um, damn, bro. I'm trying to think of teams. Chicago. I would feel bad for him. I would feel bad for him too. But he would be he would be the, which is what's the next segment's gonna be because they're gonna blow it up, bro. Damn. If he wants to be the guy so badly, but. Lose, you know where he would be so great, but he I don't think he he wouldn't be one of the guys. What? I feel like him in Denver would be so fire. I don't think it makes sense. You don't think so? No. no oh yeah. Obviously, as a starting guard, it does not make sense. No, but like I'm it, talking like strictly just I'm gonna fucking start because if he wants to be a six man, yeah, six do man? that shit here at home. Yeah. But if you want to be a starter, go to Orlando. Go to the bull. Go to Orlando if you want to get your numbers and win. Because the team's on the come up. If you just want to get your numbers, go to Chicago. You feel me? Yeah. I don't. I don't know where else he could really go. You feel me? Because like, he doesn't fit the Spurs. He's not fitting the Spurs. Um. Every other team, we always have this conversation when it comes to point guards about to get moved or guards about to get moved. Like everyone kind of got their lead. What guard. about the Nets? No. No. Cam Thomas, bro. That's true. I'm trying to just look at the state. Cam Thomas negates. You know. His potential, yeah, they would negate each other's potential. <clears throat> Utah, nah, they, actually they not. Could use a guard ah, side, I like bro. how Keontae George has been playing. Yeah, lately. but they could use him. Honestly, it's not too many teams where he could go and be like Orlando, Chicago, Utah. Pick one of your three if you're gonna leave us or- and be a Orlando, starter. Orlando, Chicago, Utah. And if I was him, again, if I was him, like if. If I was me, I would, I would say, yo, of course, stay. But if I'm him, and I'm looking out for my money, and I'm looking out for my stats, and I could potentially win, I would take a flight to Orlando. Utah. Yeah, Utah would be decent. Him, Paolo, Franz. That's a team right there, bro, low key. Like, with with the projection of how they're growing, bro, that could be one of the... That could be like a 5-6 seed. Yeah. And it's inevitable that he might... I don't know. I was going to say, it might be inevitable. He might just be a six-man forever. Cause, I would hope not. Because if he goes to Chicago, he'll be the guy because they're about to do that rebuild. But yep. once they start getting talent coming in, they're probably going to look to move him. Face him out. Yeah, because he won't be matching up with the timeline of those guys. So 
they'll probably end up sending them to like a contender. Ooh, wait, I just thought of somebody. What? Well, a team. They love the point Scotty. I don't really like it, but what about Toronto? Uh, I don't know. I really like what Schroeder's doing over there. Um, but let's be real, Justin. Is that like your future future option? Like I'm talking like this is gonna be your guy for five years. You're talking about four or five year year deal, bro. You're really gonna pass up on that because you got Dennis Schroeder, who's what, thirty three years old if I had to guess. Thirty three. Yeah, he, yeah, he might be like thirty. And Dennis has shown that he's he's been off the bench and effective. That's true. Um Toronto Or let him fight for it. Yeah, let them fight for it. See how it goes. Same thing with Orlando. You'd have to fight for it, too. I wouldn't say he has to fight for it, respectfully. Maybe I'm biased. I don't think he got to fight for it on Orlando. Respect oh. to Suggs. Um, Anthony Black, like you said, they got to mold him into some shit. Folds, bro, I'm sorry. Like, you're not a factor in this. In this little oh, yeah, lead yeah. guard battle. Yeah. I'm taking quickly over Suggs and Anthony Black right now. It's, it's such a weird thing to talk about because it's like, I really don't know what team he'll go to. And I don't want him to leave. That's yeah. that's what makes it weird, too. You don't want this guy to leave. That's yeah. how it is. Yeah. Go to Chicago. Get your numbers up. Yeah. And speaking of Chicago, Zach Levine's on the way out. Yep. Praying he doesn't go to Madison Square Garden. Yeah, please stay away. Praying. <laughs> Praying. But, bro, they're going to blow it up. Honestly, I don't know where DeRozan's going to go. With all due respect to DeRozan, he's the older player. He's a star in his own right, but he's the older player in this. I'm not really too interested on like where the fuck he's going to go, especially with his type of play style. I don't think he's really going to be helping too many contenders. Where is Zach Levine going? Because if I'm not mistaken, the list of teams is Sacramento, uh, the Lakers, Sacramento, Lakers, Spurs. No Philly? Philly, I think, was in there. There was like six teams the that, Kings, the Kings. That was the crazy that one. That was his preferred list. Um, or... Fuck, I wish I remember the headline. I don't know if that was his preferred list or that's the rumors. Oh, okay. But I remember, like, bro, I was so happy for Sacramento because they are like, um, content. here's what happened. They said Spurs in another headline, Dark Horse, but he was like contenders. And I was like, Lakers, Lakers, Philly, Lakers, Philly. Um, fuck, I just forgot the teams. Lakers, Philly. Whatever, you feel me? Oh, Miami, obviously. Every fucking time. Miami. And then I was so surprised to see the Kings, and I was happy. Because I'm like, damn. Contenders? Kings? Good for fucking them, bro. Happy for them. Happy for them to be put in that conversation after all these years. What do you think is the best fit, and what do you think would be the most entertaining fit? Fuck, fuck, like, the deals. I mean, like, fuck, like, Like, oh, what's going to match the money? They're going to make it work. Like, look at the Harden shit. They made it work, bro. You said best fit and then most entertaining fit? Yeah. Pause. Um, like, best fit to win a championship and what team would be the most, most fun to watch? Best fit to win a chip? Uh, I'll probably say... I'll probably say maybe Philly. Mm-hmm. I like I like how he, he goes into Philly because I think at this point, Zach Levine, as your, like, third guy... Mm-hmm. It's probably the way to go. So you would you would say you got to defer to Maxie. Yeah. Good. I would say the yeah. same shit. I would, yeah. Because I think Zach Levine at this point, I feel like if he's your third or fourth guy, that's probably like the way to go. I don't, I don't really see him as like a second guy anymore. A lot of people probably call me crazy. I mean, 
We're talking about a nigga who can't even hit his over against the Bucks. Like, are we serious? And like, I've I've been on him to get twenty multiple times. He couldn't even do it. So, and imagine the playoffs because that series against the Bucks was horrible, ugly, horrible. And then we got the play-in tournament. Yeah, he went off against the Raptors, and that's when I was. That was around the time you said Dejounte was better than him, and I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. And then the next game, he shit the bed against the Heat. Horrible. Like, it was bad. And so, just off of what I've seen, I'm like, I don't even think this guy could be your number two. Because if he's melting down like that, it's you're going to be left, like, <laughs> fucking wanting more. Um, the Lakers are, like, the hottest thing right now. Like, talking about him. They'd have to say, what, like, D-Lo? They don't want to send Austin Reeves, bro, which is so fucking stupid to me. Um, I guess that could work too, cause like, you don't want to keep putting all this mileage on LeBron, especially this early into the season. I saw they won last night against the Blazers. LeBron, LeBron had to put up thirty fucking five against the Blazers, who was one of the worst teams in the league. That's the reason why it would make a little bit more sense for the Lakers, even though I'm kind of over it, like. Damn, Lakers, how much more shit do y'all need? But with LeBron being older, you kind of, like, you see it because, like, all right, this nigga AD, some nights don't want to step up. Let's see if Zach got it tonight. Because at least if you got Zach, that's, like, a guarantee, like, 19 to 23 points that you're going to get from him Mm -hmm. that you could substitute. Like, because there's some nights you might, you don't even know if you're going to get 20 from AD. You might get, like, 16 with, like, 12 rebounds and, like, three blocks. Yep. So, at least you have Zach Levine, a guy who's, as your number two at the least, is going to give you 20 points. So, that could work out for them. Um, Other teams, Miami, I don't know how I like it for Miami because just Zach's play style. And, like, he culture, like, it's not really a lot of ISO. It's a lot of ball movement, um, a lot of second chance buckets. Is he willing to, like, I feel like his play style would have to sacrifice. Like, if he could find out how to get it in other ways, like, he's going to have to get his points, like, as simple as possible. Like, cut into the basket, hitting threes, like, being able to move off ball. Because, like, those post touches, a lot of that shit's probably going to go to Jimmy. We might see Bam on the block making plays. Like, you're going to have to relegate to, like, one move, like, go, like, you probably won't be getting those ISO looks that you got in Chicago. So that's, like, more of a play style thing. I don't know if Levine's going to, like, tweak his game that much. Um, So I would probably say Philly and the Lakers best fit to win a chip. Most entertaining, um, I would say I like the Kings. Yeah. Just to give them an extra punch because um, Fox was missing some time. Um, he just fucking dropped 43, though, nigga. Yeah, he dropped 43. Respect that, man. So just to give him another punch, because Sabonis, he's great. Um, he has a lot of responsibilities. So there, there might be some nights where he doesn't have it offensively. So you got Zach Levine to give you another scoring punch. I don't know what they'd have to give up to get him. It's what Harrison Barnes and, like, yeah, whatever. Some, yeah, so I fuck, fuck fuck what you got to do to make it. Honestly, like I said before, like they're gonna make it happen. Yeah, so I think that would be entertaining. I think him on Philly would be entertaining too, cause yeah. like, I think they could all like play together, like mesh really well together. And Maxie's having a great year. I don't think Zach Levine is gonna take away from him. 
Obviously, he's going to want his piece of the pie. And I don't know. If they probably got to give up uh, Tobias Harris. You, I'd yeah, love you, to do that. No, yeah, you do it because his contract's up this year. You probably don't want to pay him. So you just get him the fuck out of there now. Nigga, if I live in Philly, I'll drive him to the airport. Yeah. I promise you. I'll pick you up at Lowe's Fargo. I'll drive you to the fucking airport. Yeah, we could stop in Camden, go to the... <laughs> nah, I'm stop in Camden? <laughs> For what? <laughs> For what? Bro, I'll, I'll give him a, a wrapped up, you know, one last Philly cheesesteak and be like, bro, take this with you. Yeah, we could, go to we could go to Delisandro's, get a cheesesteak. And send your ass fucking home, and then, bro. Yeah, we'll take you home. Well, not home, but send your ass to fucking Chicago. Yeah. Like, I honestly, I don't even want to repeat the shit that you said because you said everything I want to say. Best fit to win a championship... Go to Philly, but with the mindset that I'm going to defer to Maxi. Yeah. Which isn't a bad thing because you guys will most likely take your turns on who's going to have the better night. You feel me? But more often than not, it's going to be Maxi. And I think he will defer to Maxi because he should. Nigga, you was deferring to DeMar DeRozan. Exactly. Like, so. Like, respectfully. Yeah. And before I even go into like, the whole thing, like, it's just crazy to me. It's not a, a dig on Levine. It's just like where, where we were, like, as where each of these guys were at that time. Remember, start, bench, cut, Levine, Mitchell, Devin Booker. Yo. Every fucking day. Every day, it was the same shit. It, it, just, like, throwback to this one. Before, like, he was Kawhi. Oh, start, bench, cut, Kawhi, PG, Jimmy Butler. And it's just so funny looking back at those conversations. And years later, it's like, wow, that was, in hindsight now, that's fucking ridiculous. Of course I'm cutting Paul George. Of course I'm cutting Zach Levine. But back then, like, it was a true conversation. That's not to say Zach Levine sucks. You feel me? He's a good player. But those two guys went on to be superstars. You feel me? That's what I'm saying. And kind of to bring in, like, what the fuck does that do anything? This shows, bro, you got to defer, bro. You, you're not at that level where you're a budding all-star. You're in your prime. You basically are what you are. What you are right now, you're, you're not going to be anything better than that. Which is not a bad thing. You're still a 20-something point per game score in the NBA. You got to defer to Maxi. Obviously, defer to Embiid, you will win a fucking championship like that. You will win a championship like that. Uh, Lakers would be the second best fit. Get the load off LeBron, bro. Pause. Like, it's 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 tragic, bro. It's it's low key tragic. Like, we sign this man out to score thirty plus points just to beat Portland, the fucking Blazers, mm -hmm. bro. And I think Zach Levine would really help out because, like, like we all know, sometimes AD want to be on his bullshit. Yeah, drop thirty today. With, with fucking 15 rebounds, next game I'm going to have 10 and 6. Yeah, and then Austin Reeves hasn't got off to a Bro, good start. I, I, another guy I'm driving, <clears throat> I'll drive you to LAX. I'm tired I'm tired of this shit. Like, oh, we have to keep Austin Reeves. Why? When you could get Zach Levine, who's way fucking better than him. Way better. Way fucking better. Yeah. Take him and D'Lo. Yeah, we'll go to LAX, stop at Wolfgang Puck Pizza. We'll get a pie and then we'll catch our flight. Shit, pizza? Huh. Here, here's some in and out nigga. Here's some animal-style fries. Take that shit on the plane. <laughs> you going to Chicago. Niggas, niggas. Has, get some Italian beef over there. Enjoy that shit over there. <laughs> we we taking back Zach. That's what we want. We want Zach Levine. UCLA guy, too. Yeah. See, I'm a college ball fan now. Yeah. Go Gamecocks. You know how we rocking, nigga. UCLA guy. He's not going... I think he's from Seattle, though. He is from Seattle. Yeah. But UCLA guy. Yeah. But... In terms of most fun. Also, though, honestly, I'll, let me take that back. Because I would also argue there would be a better fit for, for him than, than the Lakers. The Kings would be a better fit for him, honestly. 
Oh, like contender-wise? Yes. I would say that Levine on the Kings makes the Kings a better team than Levine on the Lakers, if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. They would be the better team with Zach Levine on it. And, bro, like you said, Sabonis, even though he's had a good couple of fucking games recently, of, of course, take the load off of him sometimes. And you know in the playoffs, as we just saw, like, historically, not even just last playoffs, but even in Indiana, unless you're a generational big bro, you're not really doing shit in the playoffs, respectfully. Yeah. And I'm saying that with all due respect. Sabonis wasn't really on shit last playoff series. As you see in Indiana, he's not really on shit. It happens, bro. It happens. It's not a bad thing. Let let Levine and and De'Aaron Fox just take over. Yeah, that's it. I feel like Sabonis is like um, he's like that McDonald's cook who has to also go to the register, mm-hmm. go to the like he's doing everything. He's like, doing everything. But like he's he got not drive through. Uh, he got headset the, he on. got the drive through headset. He's making the nuggets. He's at the register. He's doing the Uber orders like. <laughs> I feel like he's he's gonna not be good. There's gonna be one thing that he's gonna be ass at. Yeah, like, he might forget your sauce. Like, yeah, he's, he's like, bro, where's my fucking sauce? Oh, my bad. He's like, oh, my, my fault, my nigga. I'm the only one here tonight. Like, yeah, I'm the only one here. <laughs> yeah, like, bro. I mean, it happens. Yeah, but I I, w- I would like I would like for Sabonis, another guy to get some shit off his plate, even though he's not old like LeBron. Yeah, but. De'Aaron and Zach Levine, that's a fire-ass one-two that's combo. A, that's a good combo. And that's, then It's a fire combo. You still got Monk off the bench. You still mm-hmm. got Keegan Murray. A lot of scoring, bro. Ooh, Imagine that. Pacers versus Kings in the finals with Zach Levine. Oh, that would be a stupid final. That would be a Halliburton be like, y'all need me. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot about <laughs> yeah. that part. Yeah. Nah, fuck that, bro. So Bones oh, yeah, going to be, like, be like, y'all need me, me yeah. nigga. <laughs> Wait, nah, he won't say that. That's part. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> He's not gonna say that last part. <laughs> Go miss me. He's not gonna say oh, that last shit. part. But I, I wasn't even thinking about the history. I was just thinking like, yo, all those games will end with 130 points in the fucking finals, bro. Yeah. Both of them is bro. That over underline is literally gonna be like 260.5. And I'll take the over. That's how nasty it would be. But honestly, yeah, bro. Get get Levine to Philly, Sacramento, or LA. Anything else, bro, you're doing him a disservice. I don't even want to talk about the heat shit because when Tyler Hero comes back, makes no fucking sense. That's cancel right. each other out. Yeah, they just cancel each other out. Dude, I, there's no point. And yeah, I saw some trades would be like, "Oh, would would y'all trade Tyler Hero for Zach straight up?" I'm like, "No, no, nigga, <laughs> fuck that's that." Stupid. I'm like, I feel like Tyler Hero fits into the Heat so well. Like his role, I feel like that is his shit. Like they carved that out for him. Yep. And to implement Zach Levine is like a whole new shit. Like. You fucking with shit now. They're already off to like a, a pretty good start. Don't fuck with it right now. Mm-hmm. Now, you're already talking about Miami. Now, we might as well segue in. Seven-game win streak. Tyler here has been part of some of it. Of course, he's hurt right now. Can I just say, bro? I, I think I'm, we might have said it last episode, too, but I'm going to keep saying it. Bam, we are fucking proud of you for fucking listening to us. Bam listens to the J&J pod. Nah, yeah, he does. One of my sources <clears throat> actually told me that he's a big fan of the show. He heard what we said in the offseason. He said, you know what? These guys are fucking right. I'm going to be consistent offensively every fucking game. And he's doing it. He's really doing his shit. I think he's averaging like 22, 23 right now. And that's because every fucking game he's going, he's he's getting his shit. He's being more aggressive. You feel me? The fucking Miami Heat, they found their two random guys for the year. They got Jaime. They got Haywood. They doing this shit. Duncan Robinson is having his best regular season. Are regular they season. random though? 
You know what I mean, though. Uh-huh. You feel me? Like, they're not high profile. Oh, okay. Because I was like, hey, well, Highsmith was playing fucking playoff minutes last year. But just, you know, what I'm saying uh-huh. with that is, like, these aren't guys. Like, we've seen with, with uh, the Miami Heat throughout the couple, last couple of years. Even going back to Deion Waiters, like, he's not a random. But he low-key came out of nowhere with how much he progressed and how good he was. Like, we were shocked. So, basically, like, y'all wasn't expecting the production. Exactly. Right? The, the, but Miami has that every year. Max Struess. You could say he's like not a random, but do we expect him to be that good? Like no. No, those two niggas. That was like whoa. Gabe what Vincent. the fuck? Like, Gabe Vincent. Like what the yeah, fuck? Yeah, both of those motherfuckers. And holy for shit. For short for the LeBron Hassan curse. White side. The LeBron curse is fucking ridiculous, bro. Bro, how about this? Big throwback. I don't even know where this nigga is right now. Omar Yurt Seven. Where did that nigga go? Oh yeah. When Bam went down, that nigga was a lock for ten plus rebounds. <laughs> Yo, where the fuck is he at? I don't know where he is, bro. But that's what I'm saying. Like, it's guys you don't expect shit from. Like, we we knew what Jaime was going to do after his summer league and shit. You feel me? But it's still a surprise. It's still a surprise because the casual fans like, damn, who are these niggas? You feel me? The casual fans like, damn, who are these niggas? What yeah. the fuck? Who, fixing their glasses and shit, wiping their glasses. Who's this guy in the heat? Why is this nigga have 15? You feel me? Jimmy Butler, obviously, he's cruising, but he'll he'll give you his 30-point games. I think his last two games, he's had 30 points. I know last last night he had 30. Well, two nights ago, he had 30. I think the game before, he had 30 as well. He's doing his shit. This team is looking wild, bro. Yeah. Wild. <clears throat> yeah, I remember in the draft when they picked Jaime Jaquez, I was like, wow, this is such a fucking heat pick. Because in UCLA, bro, that he was a fucking dog, bro. He was nice at UCLA. So when he got to the Heat, I'm like, he's going to fit in so well. Hayward Highsmith is going to have a bigger role now because mm-hmm. in the playoffs, especially in that Celtics series, he came up really big. Um, but, yeah, this team is doing – they started out kind of slow, and then they've been picking it up now. Tyler Hero has been having a big season. Um, hopefully he gets back soon. Uh, Bam, like you said, is having probably his best season so far in the league. Yep. And then Jimmy Butler is just quietly, like, lurking in the shadows. He does like, his shit. I feel like – Jimmy Butler is like the big brother, and then Tyler Hero and Bam are like the little brothers. I gotta go fight the bullies, and then Jimmy's just in the shadows. Like if shit really pops off, he's gonna come out. That nigga's like the anime character where it's like that nigga just pops off like out of nowhere. He's like, damn, these niggas like actually need me to jump in right now. Yeah, like, jump in, crazy ass fucking power that like destroy a fucking planet. Yeah, and that nigga just goes back to being regular. He's like, all right, I'm chilling. You feel yeah. me? Like, that's just the shit he does. He's like, oh, y'all need me to do the 30? All right, I'll drop 30. Yeah. Oh, y'all good right now. Y'all cooking. I'll, I'll chill with my 12 points. Yeah. He, 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 the heat, bro. I'm, fuck, yo. They piss me off, bro. Like, I they do it. this shit every year. But it. it feels like they're in playoff form in the regular season. It's kind of weird. Yeah. And this is what I, like, if I'm a Heat fan, this is what I would like to see for my team. Like, you guys, I don't want to see the Heat team that's like scratching and, cr- and fucking clawing to get to the fucking yeah. plane. But then you make the finals. Cause then that just sends out like, all right, what, like, cause that, like, when you're Pat Riley, it's like, all right, we might have to make some changes. But then once you go to the finals, it's like, all right, I'm not doing nothing because we just went to the finals. That's gonna constantly set your team back. Mm-hmm. I feel like you have to have some sort of direction and consistency. Like, this. Or the 2022 year, when you're the first seed in the fucking East, go to the conference finals, you're a shot away. 
that's kind of like what you want to like strive for every year. Not this. Uh, we're just gonna half fast the regular season. Yes, and we'll, we'll still get in, and then we'll just push because you don't want to be playing catch up. Cause, exactly. Because yeah, I because I don't know. You don't you do not want to be playing catch up. But the the one advantage that Miami does have over all these teams is their exposure. Yep. Because that's the one scary part. Because like, if they gotta go into the playoffs and play the Bucks. The Bucks got the talent, but do I trust Adrian Griffin to outcoach Spolstra for Jeez, seven no, games? I don't think no. Coach. Do I trust Joe Mazzulla to outcoach Eric Spolstra for seven games? No. Same thing with Nick Nurse. Like Nick I, Nurse will give him a battle. He'll though. give him a battle. Out of everyone you name, Nick Nurse will give him the most. He'll problems. give him a battle, but like the track record we've seen, I trust Miami to beat Philly. What about Coach Thibodeau? I mean, too. <laughs> I mean, on the defensive end. Yeah, defensive end, sure. <laughs> on the like, offensive. Offensive is like, I don't know. Tibbs is just like, I don't know. I, I wouldn't really, I would still lean. Tibbs there. is like, get the fucking read. That's Tibbs, bro. Not yet. The thing, not, I mean, the thing I like about Spolster is that, like, he gives all his guys a chance. Mm-hmm. Like, there's Guess a lot that. of coaches, like, they won't, they won't give, like, you might have a hidden gem off the bench, and you you'll never know. Eric Spoelstra, he'll he'll give you that chance, and if you don't got it, he'll pull you. The He's fuck got out. an eye for fucking talent, bro. Yeah, he do. I re- so, and I respect that. So. And I'm I'm happy you said that too. Just one last thing about the Heat before we go into the MVP of the week. There's no reason to set yourself back because you're so confident. Like, all right, you could be every team. We understand, bro. You were you came into a plan. You made it to the finals as an eight seed. We understand you're capable of beating any team in the East. But don't put that wear and tear on yourself, bro. We know you could beat Milwaukee and then Philly and then fucking Boston in three series in a row to go to the finals. Why would you do that, though, when you could carve out an easier path and just meet one of those guys in the conference finals rather than back to back to back those guys? It's fucking stupid. So I'm happy that they're taking the regular season so far more serious than ever before. Yeah. Bro, like, anything can happen in the plan. We get it. You could cook the Bucks in a seven-game series, bro. We get it. But when you play the Magic and the plan, and for whatever reason, Paolo scores 37, and there's a lucky tip-in at the end, then what? Now you're home. Yeah. You're home. They were a fucking Max Struess, like, game away from going, from home. going home. So just lock up that top three seed. Play against the fucking Magic in a seven-game series rather than, than like, a one-game off. Play, unfortunately, like, a team that's good but not as great, like the Knicks or the Cavs in the second round, some shit like that. And then play one of Philly or Boston or the Bucks in the conference finals. That's so much easier than putting that wear and tear on, for example, Jimmy Butler to have to be on goal mode from game one in round one. Yeah, against the one or two seed, he was banged up after that next series. Exactly, we gave him a fight. Like we lost, but we gave him a fight. We gave him problems. Shots of Q Grimes, getting hurt on a plane, still getting a steal on. Yeah, that was fucking crazy. That's that was fucking beautiful. He looked like he got shot. Yeah, (laughs) he looked like he got shot. He's like, oh, oh. He's like, I still got to get my fucking steal. (laughs) Oh shit. But yeah, Miami, bro. I'm buying. I'm buying into them being a top three seed this year. Yeah, I, I will buy into that. I think I think that's a fair thing. I think they've realized, like, bro, there's no we. Yes, we can beat any fucking team in the NBA, but let's not beat three of the best teams back to back to back. That's fucking stupid. Yeah. We don't got to do all that shit. 
Now, Justin, it's time for my favorite part of the episode. The J&J MVP of the week. Got some guys in here. I got four again. I, trust me, I, I always try to just stick to three. It's so hard, bro, to cut them out. It's like trimming the fat, bro, but it's it's difficult. Trust me, it's really fucking hard. Yeah. Lamelo Ball, 32-7-6, 28-6-11, 37-5-5. One of those games against the Bucks, by the way. Hopefully he doesn't do that shit against us. So bonus, we just talked about. 23-9-10, 29-16-7. Twenty-seven, fourteen, and seven. Darren Fox after coming back, two twenty-eight point games and a forty-three, eight, and seven game against the Spurs. That was just last night. Yeah, that was last night. Yeah. And Tyrese Maxey, he had a fifty ball, but the rest of his week was a little bit weak. Did I didn't even have to like shout it out? Yeah, because I was like, wasn't that fifty ball on Sunday? Exactly. Do you go? Do you go from Sunday? I to- go. No, I go from because we record on the Saturdays, obviously. Yeah. If LaMelo Ball cooks and, oh, God, my nightmare. He drops 50 on the Knicks tonight, Saturday. That carries over. So it's anything oh, okay, okay. anything after recording, bro. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So if there was a 1 o'clock game two hours from now, bro, if someone cooks in that game, you are eligible. So, yeah, Maxi's 50 ball, eligible. I will mention KD's been cooking, bro. But I don't want to, I don't want to, I don't want to, like, put too many fucking people in here. You feel me? Who is your MVP of the week, Justin? Because I think we're all, we're on level floor right here. We might disagree and have to try to find out how to give the niggas the fucking thing, the MVP for the week. Um, my MVP of the week is De'Aaron Fox. Okay. De'Aaron Fox coming back from injury, out the gate, just playing like it's nothing, and much needed too, because he's like such he's like the driving force for this team, and last night game. <laughs> I was like, yeah, he's back. He's like, back. Even the two games prior so to that, happy. even the two games prior to that, he was on fire. But last night's game was like fucking ridiculous. And we saw Wemby have a fucking great game. So I was like, shit, is Wemby going to fucking close it out for them? But no, Fox was doing his thing. I considered LaMelo, but like his stats is good as fuck, but they fucking lost all three games. So I was like, nah. Is that his fault though? It's not his fault, but I'm like, damn. Like at least his eyes. If he if he was two and one at least, mm-hmm. I would have maybe gave it to Lamelo because his stats is fucking crazy. I'm gonna start. That's a good point. I'm gonna start playing W and L. Yeah. To me, it doesn't matter, but just for the context, yeah, we should put W and L. Yeah. So I'll probably give it to De'Aaron Fox. All right. Uh, I would honestly give it to his teammate. It's a bonus. We'll figure out how we're gonna do this. Maybe we'll flip a fucking coin, but. Sabonis has just been consistently really fucking good offensively, bringing down the fucking boards too, um, playmaking. I, I've been a big fan of Sabonis since after his first year in Indiana because I wasn't buying stock in him when he first got there, when him and Oladipo first got there. Oh, but like yeah. by, that by that mid to late season of his first season there and everything after that, bro, I've been a big fucking Sabonis fan. I love Sabonis, bro. And he's been playing really fucking good. As we all know, he's always in contention for the best big not named Jokic and Embiid. So, I would give it to him. Mm. So, what would you propose, Justin, to break this fucking stalemate? Uh, I don't know. We could just put... <laughs> I, was, <laughs> I was about to just put parentheses, Kings duo. Kings duo? Because we both got that's a Kings pretty, player. That's pretty good. And then we could just be like... we They could each count as one. Yeah. 
I could, you know, they teammates, that's true. They, they share, they'll share the love. They'll show their love with each other. I'm sure when Sabonis and Fox see this tomorrow morning, they're going to say, you know what? Yeah, I'm happy with that. We get to share the award. Uh, you know, I'll keep it in my house for a couple of days. I guess Fox slash Sabonis. I feel like if it's two different players, different teams. Yeah, like if it's like fucking Brunson and Giannis. I feel like that, then it would have to come back to like the wins. Yeah, well, and we'll, literally, literally minute details on the stuff. Like, like, all right, you're both <laughs> you're both two and one on the week, but that this guy won on an average a margin of plus seventeen. Some shit, like or even if, bro. What if Brunson is one and one and Giannis is two and one because Brunson didn't play enough games? He only oh, played two games on the week. That's another thing too. We'll figure it out yeah, though. We'll but figure it out. Fox a bonus. We're gonna mail out the award to you guys in Sacramento. You guys figure out what you're gonna do during the week. Who's gonna get Monday through I don't know Thursday? Who's gonna get that Thursday afternoon or Sunday night? We'll see who gets it. You know, but that's for you guys to decide. We just send you guys out the award. But guys. That's enough for J&J for the day. Justin, I don't even got to tell you what to do, bro, at this point. You know what to do. Yeah, if you guys are watching on YouTube, please subscribe. Leave a like. The subscribers is going up. Shorts is doing well, too. If you're on TikTok, please follow at the J&J Podcast. A lot of funny clips. People was laughing at me, cursing at James Harden. That shit was hilarious. Um, Instagram, uh, the JJ Podcast one. Please follow. And, yeah, everything's going up. Um, and we appreciate you guys. Oh, big shout out to, um, <laughs> big shout out to someone we know. Happy birthday to Dev. We're going to, we're going to start oh, yeah. shouting out people. We're not throwing government though. Oh yeah. Shout out to Dev. Happy shout birthday. out to Dev. Happy birthday. His birthday just passed. Next time you guys see us post Thanksgiving. Yeah. You already know how it is. And one more thing. I know you saw Jared Goff cooking. Yeah. I know you saw him cooking. Yeah. Give that man MVP. Guess the Chargers. Give that man that two of my favorite teams went against each other. Give that man the MVP. Yeah. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. Big happy Thanksgiving, bro. See you guys next time. Peace. Oh, and I'm sorry Peace. for t- saying that Sabonis would say nigga. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Peace. Oh, man.